The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with your host, Dee Lee. It is common for all of us to take things for granted, the familiar in our daily lives. For example, our home, our job, our health, our relationships with family and friends and pets. By paying attention and polishing your own life gems, you can add your light to life. And that creates a mighty gem. On today's program, you will learn how paying attention to the small things can make your life mighty. So polish the facets of the extraordinary jewels around you by joining your host, Dee Lee. Learn how being mighty is possible when you polish the extraordinary jewels in your life. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee. Welcome to our show, Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels. My name is Dee Lee, and today I'm honored to be here with our guest host, Lynn Sherell. Hi, hi, Lynn. Hi. (laughs) There are many perceived complexities and an explosion of shiny distractions around us and also within us to choose from. People can operate with blinders to place um, in place and numb about where they are going. We have become asleep or immune to what is around us or the possibilities and opportunities. From the discoveries of quantum physics, we know that all matter is really densely packed light. Our human bodies are a luminous collection of mighty gems, and when considered together, we are each a valuable, unique jewel. Gems tend to have a different value for each person, and when combined into a piece of individual jewelry, the value is in the eye of the beholder. Most humans today live a normal life existence in a daily state of being overwhelmed. When we get so focused on our individual sparkling gems, and at the same time we are trying to also figure out what kind of jewel we are in the relationships with others, we can quickly get a feeling of being overwhelmed. Typically, when we reach this state of being, we tend to shut down our search of trying to find our balance. There tends to be a close association between our inner gems of our individual selves and the reflections into our outer worlds around us. There are a couple of um, quotes from Henry Ford that seem very basic but are very helpful to remember. Whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. You can do anything if you have enthusiasm. Enthusiasm is the yeast that makes your hopes rise to the stars. I love that one. Mm -hmm. With it, there is accomplishment. Without it, there's only an alibi. When life is normal, you don't think about what you cannot control. Then sometimes things happen beyond your control, and your world is shaken, and you are forced to respond. Fight or flight. Stand or surrender. Victim or victor. Unexpected events are reminders to treasure your life, to get out of your comfort zone and to prioritize your attention. An innate sense of adventure pulls you out of the past and into the present, and you become a contender. 
Understand the dynamic of natural life rhythms and the power of a can-do attitude to create your best life. How can we gain balance between the outer dynamic and, and our inner experience? The ancient cultures recognized there were active energy currents flowing around and throughout the human body. Ancient ways or philosophies described the existence of seven energy centers, six belonging to the physical body and one outside the body above the head. More recent discoveries and knowledge perspectives expressed by modern-day energy healers describe an existing of 12 major energy centers and many others throughout our physical bodies. Although there is consensus of the number of energy centers, there are numerous variations of how these are configured within and around the human body. Shamanic traditions have known of and utilized these energetic centers in their healing practices. Their beliefs were based on the known facts at the time of the earth and sky energies being intermixed within the human body. Given the direct relationships between the inner and outer connections, it is important to understand these human energy centers from a higher perspective utilizing a basic systems theory viewpoint. While most people do not normally relate to things from this perspective, it is useful when approaching complex concepts. The basic design structure of a system is complex by itself, but it's made up of interacting interrelated elements that is the sum of all the parts. Systems appear as a circular and cyclic quality in their basic functioning. They are constantly changing and are in a dynamic balance with each other. When we understand the expected interactions from a higher understanding of the overall structure, we can have a more expansive and broader viewpoint to see things. Well, you know, I think that this is so, um, this whole topic is so profound. I think we don't really look at this a lot of times, the inner and the outer. So um, L.G. Elliott said, the long span of the bridge of your life is supported by countless cables called habits, attitudes, and desires. What you do in life depends upon what you are and what you want. What you get from life depends on how much you want it, how much you're willing to work and plan and cooperate and use your resources. The long span of the bridge of your life is supported by countless cables that you're spinning now, and that is why today is such an important day. Make the cables strong. And, you know, I think that it's, we plan more for what we're going to have for dinner, you know, or where we're going on vacation than how we're actually living our lives and how we show up. So the combination of a systems approach with an evolutionary approach allows us to organize current information in a much more efficient manner. So energy naturally flows up and down, inside and outside. So it's really beneficial to have an overall observation from a higher perspective of the balancing effects of the reflection from our inner energy centers that flow to our outer energy centers. And each of the energy centers are like their own little universe, but they're all interconnected and linked to all the different areas of life and growth and abilities. It is key to understanding the centers individually. Uh, You've got to know that, but also how they relate and and interact as part of the whole system. So by having the higher understanding and awareness, it is embracing the map of consciousness that affects not just ourselves as an individual, but also about humanity. 
as a whole and how we're, we're connecting together. So making those connections happens through language. And language can be a barrier or an obstacle of true understanding in any communication process. So as we're exploring these inner and outer systems, we need to make sure that the language and the words that we're using are understood in describing the parts of the systems and how they interact between themselves and how they relate to the bigger whole system of our inner and outer being. Brian Tracy, who I once had lunch with, said, whatever is, yeah, whatever is expressed is impressed. Whatever you say to yourself with emotion generates thoughts, ideas, and behaviors consistent with those words. And, you know, one of my thoughts on that is that we're always trying to prove ourselves right. So (laughs) we're going to look for the things that make us right. So through this show, we're taking a close look at the human energy center. And, you know, the ancients referred to this particular center as the third chakra and and, or the solar plexus. It is a complex center and it relates to will or ego. It's the fire element and sight um, it, it's vision and um, it's the it's the seat of your personal power. So this energy center is at an important level because it relates to the critical developmental age uh, that uh, as where you had emerging independence of your core being and your ego, um, and that's a period of growth that has an increasingly insatiable need for information of how things work within themselves and how they relate to the outside worlds. So there's a lot of changing relationships that requires a balance of freedom in making choices and exploring relationships with self and others and making sure the inexperience of handling these does not lead to complete disaster. So if the related choices to all this are not carefully made, there can be potentially long-term implications. So throughout history, the movement up the related human energy centers or chakras has been honored with rites of passage celebrated at each critical level. It was a way of helping to define the major life changes and it was a a healthy way to mark these as new responsibilities and privileges were defined. In our current society, the life changes considered as coming of age like marriage, birth, death, are not as specifically marked, but by keeping these in mind and doing something in celebration, it can help provide some clarity that marks the potential issues that need to be a part of the growing awareness as you move through these developmental stages. So Amy Jo Martin said, confidence and empowerment are cousins, in my opinion. Empowerment comes from within, and typically it's stemmed and fostered by self-assurance. To feel empowered is to feel free, and that's when people do their best work. You cannot fake confidence or empowerment. You can try. (laughs) Try. You can try. You know, fake it till you make it, right? But, you know, somewhere within, you're kind of knowing it, right? So, and and it might just show in your smile. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's a big deal. So, some of the words that are associated with the third chakra are logic, reason, opinions, assimilation, and even psychic intuition. You've got to think about that gut instinct, right? Other words uh, are about light and love and fear. And from a more core level, we're working from a basic essence of love being who we are with it radiating from our core. Our basic approach is to have a reasonable, logical approach that leads to decisions and choices that we make about life that lead us forward to the fulfillment of our potential. That's why we do anything, right? We want to be happy. We want to be fulfilled. Now, when we rely heavily on outside influences rather than a strong inner core, the result can throw us out of balance, particularly in this energy center, and can have a lack.
lasting negative effect on our entire energy system. So this is the area of assimilation of fuel. Obviously, it's, you know, it's your, where your tummy, I mean, you know, this is food and nutrients, but it's also mental and psychological aspects of knowledge and experience. The individual personality and behavior patterns are really important to observe and keep balanced. Yeah, Ralph Waldo Emerson said... I have, a, I have another question <laughs> him, by the way. Yeah, he's, he's quite a, a thinker. Yeah. Your own mind is a sacred enclosure into which nothing harmful can enter except by your permission. And I think that's so profound. Yes. You know, because yeah. people think, uh, blame yeah, so many Hans others. Said, don't, yeah, people blame other people. And Thich Nhat Hanh said, don't walk through your mind with your dirty feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's sacred. What Ralph's, what Ralphie, I'll call him Ralphie, what Ralphie said. <laughs> it's a sacred enclosure. <laughs> Fear is different from fright. Fright is part of our core system where the reaction is instinctively there to protect us if we sense danger. Our instincts kick into gear when there is a state of extreme stress detected and adrenaline rises in order to provide energy in a fight or flight mode. Most animals, once they are through this stress period, will be able to adjust back to a state of calm. Humans, unfortunately, do not do this on a normal basis and for the most part have lost the ability to pull out of a startled response. Fear is a learned response from experiences we've had and unfortunately our brains play and replay old tapes of distress over and over again from past experiences. The brain responds with a fight-or-flight response to both real and imagined or remembered experiences. We hear a lot of advice on how critical it is for us to manage our stress in our lives. Our core systems slip into this fight-or-flight mode when we lose something and can't find it, such as a set of keys or purses, and our heart races and our breathing takes on different rhythms. We can also experience this when we watch the news on what is going on around the world. But it is really possible to move beyond this reactive state of being when we shed fear and take on a core essence of love. At this energy center of the third chakra, there are ways to keep things flowing and balanced. This center is helped by a bright, clear yellow color, and it's rather like the sun. Uh, It's a mental focus and help helps in work and study the color gold or yellow and rose are best for healing the gold should be visualized as pure gentle and sunlight when possible actual sunlight helps the metabolism the eyesight and the physical body well-being this center is linked to light fire and consciousness because the energy center centers are all part of the overall energy system They are interconnected and interdependent rather than each having its rigid boundaries. The root chakra flows into the gut feeling second energy system and from there into the third chakra, the ego feeling of the third energy system, which is also simulating and moving upwards. This center base element is fire and while it consumes, it also gets things moving into action for changes. Other associated words are burning with desire, passion, or purpose. We are fired up by imagination or spirit inspiration. If our energy center is not focused, and it can seem like it is an uphill climb to get creative change happening, if our uh, center is balanced, we can plan our lives 
very well. Otherwise, our vision can be unclear. If our energy goes to the other extreme, we can be overly irritable and uncomfortable and impatient, sharp, you know, with other people and ourselves. Previously, we've explored different levels of being based upon the book by um, Alberto Villoto titled The Four Insights. The levels of operation available to us are in four different perspectives, from the serpent, jaguar, hummingbird, and the eagle. Each of these levels are a choice of how you perceive something and also help with providing a higher level of perspective that provides options and insight. Villotto associates each of these perceptual levels with an animal. The body and physical level is associated with a serpent, which relates to things as they seem. The mind and emotions are associated with the jaguar, which is influenced by our thoughts and everything is not as it seems. At this level, we can transform situations to be seen in a new light. As needed, there is also the ability to incorporate the level of the serpent. The soul and the sacred perception is associated with the hummingbird. At this level, the direction uh, is always clear and there is energy to press forward instinctively knowing that the necessary basics will be available. At this level, solutions not clear at the other two levels become clear and this is a more commanding sphere to make changes. The spiritual perception is associated with the eagle. From this vantage point, the entire picture is clear, as is the ability to see tiny details. The boundaries surrounding the various levels disappears and we can recognize our oneness. All four of these perceptions are very helpful to have available in our toolbox of choices and options for handling the multitude of experiences we individually face each day. It's pretty amazing. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out, like, which one speaks to me. Like, is it the jaguar? You know, is it the eagle? I'm kind of thinking it's the jaguar. I'm at the hummingbird. You know, it's been very interesting because I seem to go up and down. And then from the eagle perspective, you know, it's like a dive bombing. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you had so many eagles showing up in your world. You were seeing them all over the place. Huge amount. And they fly around our house, too. So it's kind of interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah, interesting but to watch it, nature. <laughs> what I'm really fascinated with is how, you know, as we are um, taking on this new perspective ourselves of the show, in looking at the reflective, because it becomes very, you know, it sounds very uh, stretched in the concept world, but you know, as we start really talking about it and looking at it, it's very um, profound. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Very profound. Life is profound. Life is profound. <laughs> <laughs> so with that note, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back shortly. Are you interested in actualizing your potential to be, do, and have more? If yes, then consider this your invitation. IntelliKey dates back to Aristotle, who used the word to describe the potential of a thing becoming itself. For example, a kitten has the IntelliKey to become a cat. So what is human IntelliKey? It's about discovering your destiny to live your freedom. Discover who you really are through one of the programs at www.humanintellikey.com. Be who you are here to be. And remember, your life is a powerful expression of potential. 
Whether you activate that for its highest good or not is your choice. www.humanintellikey.com That's human, E-N-T-E-L-E-C-H-Y.com Have you ever met a muse? Or considered the possibility that you are a muse and didn't know it? A muse inspires creativity, happiness, and imagination. And that's something we need every day to feel fulfilled in life. The challenge is that most media focuses on negativity. But now there is a place for you and other musers to connect with positive energy, new possibilities, and personal growth. Join www.themightymuser.com to discover curated content designed to bring you to your best self. Becoming a muser will have a direct effect on how you feel. And as you feel good, your life is good. Join themightymuser.com. It's the choice that can change everything. You are listening to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with D. Lee. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Mighty Gems, where we are spotlighting the dynamic and experience of life. We uh, are talking about the inner and outer connections, your inner state and the outer experience. Carolyn Warner said, I am convinced that attitude is the key to success or failure in almost any of life's endeavors. Your attitude, your perspective, your outlook, how you feel about yourself, how you feel about other people, these all determine your priorities, your actions, and your values. Your attitude determines how you interact with other people and how you interact with yourself. And there are some great key words to keep in mind when you're working from this deep inner place and how it relates to your outer world. And even though these seem simple, they will be uh, actually, they're deceptively simple because they're really powerful and possibly more powerful than more complex concepts. And the first one is enthusiasm, which is a mental state. And action is useful when you think to yourself, I will be enthusiastic about what I am doing. And I find this very interesting. That goes a long way in how you feel and how you relate to others around you. The energy will flow when you are positive about how you feel towards something. So, you know, when you're happy, the world smiles with you, right? When you're enthusiastic, it just flows. And efficient. Look for ways to have the least amount of wasted time and effort in everything you do. When you are effectively doing this, you will see your intended results showing up on time and as expected. From other perceptions, you are expressing competence and capabilities with your focus, and these will usually be rewarded because they are typically not the normal operational basis by most people. And then um, excellence, you know, we're just going with a lot of E words here, but excellence requires some extra push inside yourself to be great at whatever you are tackling. Sometimes good is not enough. And if you strive to do your best efforts, it will be rewarded in yourself as well as noticed in the world around you early. Having an attitude of applying yourself when there are no disturbances helps to get things cleared off your to-do list and basically eliminates a hurry-up-and-wait climate throughout your day. I'm a big fan of that. The best time in the morning is like 4 a.m. So uh, Mine's more like 1. Or yeah, two. yours is like 1 or 2. Yeah, amazing. You live without sleep. <laughs> no, I guess sleep. 
<laughs> yeah, you just sleep on a different schedule. But <laughs> yeah, you got to find out what the rhythms are of life that work for you. So bravo. And, and that's the last word, which is easy. Take the approach that you want to be perceived by others to be easy to be around or work with and do what's easy for you. So there's some other words that might be helpful to think about on a daily basis. Optimism with your life. Um, It's easier to look forward when you're not worrying and when you are not trapped in a negative thinking spiral and when you're expecting the best outcomes to happen. So a positive mindset helps endeavors to be successful and you might have a feeling of inspiration both for yourself and for others anything that you're participating in and of course this builds more respect within yourself and with others and when you're building your inner strength uh you know as obstacles are showing up when obstacles are looming in front of you and you're building that inner strength and moving forward and making progress toward an expected goal now things are happening for you this changes your perception of failure quote unquote i personally I don't believe there's such a failure. I think there's unexpected outcomes, but I don't think that there's anything called failure that really, you know, it's just designed for, it's just a lesson that's been designed for us to learn. So this changes, right? Don't, don't you find that? Yeah. Yeah. It's an opportunity Mm -hmm. for pausing and reflecting. Absolutely. So, you know, when you change your perception of these unexpected outcomes and quote unquote problems, which are really challenges that you get to overcome, you know, and then when you're viewing these from the various levels of perception that we already talked about, the serpent, the jaguar, the hummingbird or the eagle, well, that when you can see it from these different angles, it just, it cuts through the issues and it it puts problems in a new light so you can clearly see possible solutions and likewise any potential opportunities. They say the answer is in the problem. So really get to know the problem, get intimate with it because that will give you your path to what is next for you. And of course, all of this gives you positive feelings of believing in your core focus and your abilities and capacity to do whatever it is that you want to do. And this uh, then that moves into allowing for opportunities to build self esteem and confidence and you're operating from a base of happiness and contentment and then that lets in the light of yourself as well as the other people in your environment and the relationships around you so your attitude can become contagious to others it can directly influence the outcomes of a lot of interconnected aspects of your life and your work and your family and your relationships and your environment just everything and all of that just gives you more energy it just all starts building there's a, it's like the snowball effect of goodness <laughs> Oh, definitely. And, you know, some people have a hard time with that because they're just not Mm -hmm. used to the energy. Earl Mm -hmm. Nightingale said, a great attitude does does much more than turn on the lights in our worlds. It seems to magically connect us to all sorts of serendipitous opportunities that were somehow absent before the change. Here are some tips to develop a positive attitude. Make the choice to be happy, and when anything comes into your thinking mechanism that you do not feel is positive, then immediately substitute it with happy thoughts. And, you know, people try that. You know, it, it's very difficult, actually, <laughs> to keep, mm-hmm. keep switching back and forth. You have to have some way to really switch it back into a, a, a different flow. Mm-hmm. Look on the brighter side of any given situation. So that's another one of those. You get presented with something. You have to have a mindset saying, okay, I'm not going to look at it in that same light. I'm going to flip it around and have it a different um, side. And that, that again, is staying awake and being aware. Mm-hmm. 
Choose to be optimistic using words that reflect this both within your mind and words shared with others. Words are very powerful. Smile more often. Do it for yourself. When you do, your feelings will actually be uplifted. When you're believing in yourself and that the universe is there, that really helps you know, give you some support. Choose to be around happy people, and that's a choice. We also can't always, I mean, we're not going to control other people, but we can choose to be around them or say that uh, you need to find another time slot. Read and inspire um, inspiring stories. You know, read and share inspiring quotes. Read and share ideas and affirmations that are motivating and inspirational. Take some time to visualize clearly what it is you want without concentrating on the flip side of what you do not want. Because a lot of times when you do that, you can get stuck. Well, it's a thought of origin. Mm -hmm. Like if you're saying, oh, I am a millionaire, I'm a millionaire. In the back of your mind, you're like, yeah, I'm not. That's a big lie. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that's the thought of origin. And that's going to be more powerful. Mm -hmm. So if you're practicing being in control of your mind and your thoughts, some of that is like a habit too. So it's uh, Napoleon Hill said, whatever the mind can conceive and believe, the mind can achieve. And I really believe that too because it's it's so um, apt to be flowing along with what's what's not quite – I don't know, it takes a while to kind of shift – but when you do shift, you're going to be, and you're awake, you can see all these different opportunities or different people's attitudes that are around you, too. And that's, that's an interesting observation. From within, here are some words and concepts that are very important to master. Once mastered on the inside, they will help you take control of yourself, your life, your circumstances, and the basic state of your mind. The inner powers consist of your thoughts, your imagination, and your subconscious. One of these is called willpower, and this is where you it helps to make decisions and follow through with the decisions. It gives you the strength to take action. When you strengthen this, it will make you more decisive, determined, and assertive in all of your endeavors. Self-disciplined. Now, discipline is a word that a lot of people don't connect with. But its focus on is on self-control, inner strength, endurance, and perseverance. It can be applied to decisions and plans, and when combined with the lighter perspectives in the different levels, can be very successful despite inconvenience, procrastination, hardships, bad habits, or behaviors and obstacles. Concentration. That's a focus of the mind and is direct on the attention to where you want it to be focused. You can control your attention and will likely save you time and energy from the outcome. It requires you know, that you do one thing at a time rather than multitasking. And it is really more efficient when everything is taken into context. I've known some people that have been multitasking and so proud of it. But when you really take it down to the nitty-gritty level, they aren't really accomplishing anything. The peace of mind... Having a calm and peaceful emotional feeling and a sense of peace in your mindset results in less worries, fears, or stresses being felt. The mind stops its restlessness, becomes quieter, and there is a sense of happiness and freedom. Typically, it reduces the feeling of nonstop, unnecessary thinking patterns. I mean, I've, sometimes it's like you feel like your mind's on this freeway, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, passing along. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. it's like wait a minute slow down mm-hmm. it goes without saying that the mm-hmm. process of reaping inner peace of mind requires inner work it is a it is okay to start to read about various options, but it requires practice at all levels. The change comes about through the motivations, the desire, ambitions, perseverance, and dedication towards a goal. There is sometimes inner resistance coming forth from prior old habits, beliefs, and behaviors, and can also bring in resistance from others immediately around you, because I think when you shift they're going to have to shift or they fall off you know the relationship Mm -hmm. you know you must have a clear vision of what you want and inner strength to resist being swept up with the other people's attitudes that it cannot be done and that is so true (laughs) yeah peer pressure Oh, yeah. It can be negative peer pressure. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. But we have this innate desire we want to conform. And so we think, oh, well, they must know better. And then, of course, if they, you know, if they're people that you say, oh, they love me. So why would they tell me something that isn't positive and in my best interest? You know, it's, it gets, there's a lot of distortions in there. Well, and when when you shift, you have to have that clear vision. Yeah. And when you shift, it it brings things up in front of them that they may not be ready to deal with. So they're they're kind of resisting yeah, yeah. the change because they don't want to have to do the work, possibly. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's a shoot the messenger situation at that point, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they're, they're like, oh, I wouldn't be feeling like this if you hadn't gone and, you know, grown. <laughs> <laughs> now you're 55 uh, feet tall. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> well, our focus has been on balancing these reflections, the inside to outside higher perspectives. One of the ways to identify and make changes is using this concept and simply observing yourself and others actively going through these situations. Uh, Does it feel good or was it something you found that didn't work for you or the people you observed? So by just simply taking the time to observe that and be aware is a simple approach, but you can directly learn from and with others the behaviors and the experience that the results of the choices to accept them as they are, modify them slightly until it feels good, or change them completely. So this process is also a great way to learn how the mind and thought have a direct influence on each other and the resulting behavior habits and actions. So as you go through this effort, just keep reminding yourself how you want things to be as an outcome. It's important to have patience with yourself because it does take time to instill the changes within your normal quote-unquote operating system. So persevere with the efforts and the results and you'll begin to see the changes manifesting in your life. So as you work with the the changes on in your inner system, it will create changes in your outer life. If you worry and are afraid of change, even though you know it might be a good idea, idea, but you do nothing to actively make the necessary adjustments, you'll always stay right where you are. And if you don't change your thinking patterns and uh, visualize how your life could be different, you'll just keep going on living. Tomorrow's going to look the same as today. You'll just keep going. So, you know, in this scenario of choice, your thinking patterns and your mindset will limit you to the reality that currently exists. And the same reality will happen over and over again if they are left as they are. But if you think and visualize a different kind of life, soon these will be activated in your subconscious and that will motivate and inspire and energize your action to make the necessary changes. Marianne Rodmacher said, courage doesn't always roar. Sometimes courage is the quiet voice at the end of the day saying, I will try again tomorrow. As you have new thoughts, 
You will develop new expectations and hopes that change how you view your life on the outside. The inner changes will affect your outer life and will likely be noticed by the people closest to you, or maybe not, because, you know, they only relate to you as they know you, like, they may not, (laughs) they may not, they might be the last to know, because they're so used to thinking of you in a certain way, but your basic behavior and how you act will change. You'll have more energy and ambition and inner strength. You'll get over your fear of change and take action to put things in motion to improve what is happening around you. So, our, our current human expectations are that that there are instant results that, you know, that's what we expect when we focus on anything. It's the same as instant coffee or a microwave. It's, it's just not going to be the reality when you apply that to the inner work that's needed to create these changes. So you can't expect yourself to immediately change all the negative stuff by listening to a CD or repeat affirmations for two to three minutes a day. Really, you need to take the attitude that you are at the steering wheel of your life. You're not just passively letting things happen to your inner being from an outside autopilot. Any techniques that promise quick results will likely not work out for most people. It takes an active approach to do this, working with it and studying and repeating and observing if things are working or needing to be modified somehow to reach where you actually want to end up. So typically, people come from a basic level of maybe laziness. You know, they're just used to kind of being um, not working on their inner self. They might have a lack of belief in possibilities and an overload of negative thinking. It's not uncommon. And if this is the basis, then when something does not manifest immediately, they become disappointed and they give up. Real results are possible, but they take time and effort. Typically, it's really easy to find excuses for leaving everything as it is. It's the inertia, the inertia effect. So you, it, when accepting your current behavior and weaknesses and doing nothing to improve doesn't contribute to real improvement of anything, it's, you know, when you're accepting that that's what it is, then at least if you accept it and be who you are, it puts you in a better position for making changes because now you're not lying to yourself. You're not in illusion. So it's really about um, being honest with yourself. Just know who you are and if you're being lazy claim it yeah it's it's like the the reflective and the mirror Mm -hmm. you know the imagery Mm -hmm. that's around yourself and around other people and Mm -hmm. i find that very fascinating you can go in into a park and you know the park is full of people and doing different things but if you really step back from the activity and really observe what people are doing. They're observing others. <laughs> right? It's all reflective. <laughs> and it's, it's, wow, it's that a very, workout looks hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can be, if you, if you take this on, it can, it's good material for a story. <laughs> Cause you have all your, <laughs> you have all your characters just doing all these things and you can make up the, the, uh, scenery and, um, the interaction. It, it's quite humorous actually. <laughs> Vicarious living. I'm doing yes. that workout because that person is, and we're in oneness, which means I'm working out. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to experience that. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, they so, can have the sore muscles. I'll just enjoy the workout. <laughs> I'll just write the story about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so with this, I think it's time for a quick break, and we will be back shortly into um, looking forward into the mighty gems and the comparatives. 
Are you interested in actualizing your potential to be, do, and have more? If yes, then consider this your invitation. Intellikey dates back to Aristotle, who used the word to describe the potential of a thing becoming itself. For example, a kitten has the intellikey to become a cat. So what is human intellikey? It's about discovering your destiny to live your freedom. Discover who you really are through one of the programs at www.humanintellikey.com. Be who you are here to be. And remember, your life is a powerful expression of potential. Whether you activate that for its highest good or not is your choice. www.humanintellikey.com. That's human, E-N-T-E-L-E-C-H-Y.com. Have you ever met a muse? Or consider the possibility that you are a muse and didn't know it? A muse inspires creativity, happiness, and imagination. And that's something we need every day to feel fulfilled in life. The challenge is that most media focuses on negativity. But now there is a place for you and other musers to connect with positive energy, new possibilities, and personal growth. Join www.themightymuser.com to discover curated content designed to bring you to your best self. Becoming a muser will have a direct effect on how you feel. And as you feel good, your life is good. Join themightymuser.com. It's the choice that can change everything. are listening to Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels with D. Lee. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Mighty Gems. And we're spotlighting everyday jewels with dynamic and um, experiences we're having with different things. Um, right now, we are uh, talking about um, attitudes, uh, habits. And Reinhold Niebuhr said, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Interestingly, that is something that was hanging on the wall of my home when I was growing up. And I always would stop and, you know, I was, as I was small, um, when I could start reading, you know, I felt as I grew up, so I was at the level of being able to read the whole thing. It was always one of these I really appreciated. And so um, that was some of my things around me when I grew up. And I always thought that was a lot of good wisdom. Remember, acknowledging your good and bad habits and traits of character can alleviate feelings of dissatisfaction and anger, resentment, or unhappiness. But it is not an excuse for staying as you are. It is only the first step on the road to improvement and empowerment. Stress consumes your energy and your time and weakens your immune system. It causes restlessness, unhappiness, impatience, and anger. It can harm your life, ambitions, relations, and health. There is no doubt that it would be much better to live without it. So, well, I, you know, but can we actually live without stress? Really? I don't think so. I mean, there's there has to be a certain amount. It's just like 
um, the exploration around the third chakra too and the source of the ego. There is, you know, I think there are people that try to live without the ego, but I think that's been um, determined not to be very healthy, <laughs> you know, some type, you know, and, and it's it's like stress too. I mean, there's got to be a, a balance of the stress levels, but it, I think it's like how you approach it. I mean, if you um, use it as a, as a motivator and then know that you're out of it and you relax or calm yourself, you know, so you're able to not be on the adrenaline all the time. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I was um, understanding that, you know, it, it's part of the um, combination of how you deal with it. Because that's more like the inside and outside. How do you, if your inside is all churned up, how can you actually help manage it? And so when you're um, stressed, you know, you can drink water or sweet juice. Take a few deep breaths. That helps. You can eat food Mm -hmm. that you like because food calms down restlessness and nervousness. You can listen to melodious, relaxing music or songs. Do something that you like doing. Watch a funny movie or program. Repeat relaxing affirmations, you know, positive statements. And something like, my mind is getting calm. I am relaxed and happy. You know, affirmations help to a certain extent. I can meet any situation with calmness and inner strength. I mean, it's like you don't want to just like rattle it off because if you just rattle it as you're reading it, you're not really internalizing it. So you have to almost like um, embody it and be able to speak it in a clarity. Everything is going to turn out great. I feel how my body, feelings, and mind are getting calmer. Think and persuade yourself about the futility of stress and how much it is better to live without it. Do not allow other people's opinions, words, and actions to affect you. You can do so if you keep trying. You can develop this ability by learning emotional detachment. So you can also exercise um, and almost in any kind of sport, you're able to focus your attention elsewhere. The can-do attitude is summed up with the following quote from Arnold Palmer, which I, I like this his concept here. The man who thinketh, who thinks he can. If you think you are beaten, you are. If you think that you dare not, you don't. If you'd like to win, but you can, but you think you can't, it's almost certain you won't. If you think you'll lose, you've lost. For out in the world, you'll find success begins with a fellow's will. It's all the state of mind. If you think you're outclassed, you are. You've got to think high to to rise. You've got to be sure of yourself before you can ever even win a prize. Life's battles don't always go to the stronger or faster man. But soon or late, the man who wins is the man who thinks he can. Totally. See, totally. So that is like sounds like Arnold Palmer. <laughs> yeah, just who he is or was. Yeah. Well, and you know what's so interesting is that when I've worked with uh, my clients, a lot of times they'll say, oh, I want to make six figures. And then the more we explore, they really have a $20,000 mindset. Like they aren't, you know, they're focused on just 
the pennies and, and they're not thinking big enough. Like you can't make a six figure income if you're focused on a $20,000 mindset. Like it, you, if, but if you believe you can, you'll get there. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's all in the state of mind. It's about energy. Right. So yeah, and in dealing with the mindset. Yeah. So in dealing with the inner and outer systems, do you, what are you concentrating on? Do you concentrate on the can't do's, the cannot do's or the can do's? So uh, in order to support you in creating a can do attitude, here's a few things that you can do right away. First of all is set can do goals. Now goals uh, that move you towards successful results are really helpful. People fail, quote unquote, and again, remember, I believe in unexpected outcomes, but you know, people don't reach your goals because they don't know what they want or what they don't want. Now, sometimes if you don't know what you want, it can be really helpful to say, okay, well, what do I not want? Because then you, the opposite is what you do want. So you kind of figure it out by opposition, but you know, you can also ask a friend, a family member, an associate, you know, somebody, what do they want in life? And in most cases, they will pause and really think about what they want. Sometimes they can't even come up with an answer or they might have kind of a weak response. But when, you know, you ask what don't you want in life, a lot of times you will receive multiple clear and quick answers to your question. And that's because we concentrate on what we don't want to happen instead of what we do want to happen, which, you know, that's reversed the law of attraction, right? Because all we're thinking about is the things that we don't actually want, which is, and, means that we're just going to get more of that, right? So. So it's um, very confused. <laughs> yeah. Well, not really, because it's it's like, oh, there's all the attention. I'm going there. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so the universe is really clear. It's us that are just all confused. And, mm-hmm. uh, and and it can be really not good because, you know, when you're playing a game or if you're in sports, if you're concentrating on not losing instead of playing, how, you know, playing to win, that's a very different energy. And if we're doing that in life, you know, we're going to have those kinds of results as well. So, you know, it's really important to focus on what you actually want and let everything else go. Just focus on what feels good. So there's also setting smarter goals, smarter meaning specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, timely, encouraging, and rewarding. These kind of goals can create a crystal clear roadmap for your success, and it allows you to give a focus, you'll have a focus to work toward achieving these goals and targets every day. You can also take care of your NETS, your N-E-T-S, and that stands for Network with Everyone Today for Success. So you want to fill your nets with positive people who will support your positive can-do attitude. These people, while supporting your goals, they will also help you bypass roadblocks and overcome obstacles to achieve your goals. And you'll also make your nets stronger by supporting their goals. So now you have a mutually supportive, you know, connection. You have a a situation that helps you both. Joy Fisher Sykes has said, clean your nets of people who have a can't do attitude, a negative attitude, and who don't support your quest to achieve your goals. So the more junk or negative people in your nets, not that people are junk, but you know, the more junk you have in your nets, the less room you have for more treasure, the positive people you really want to be with. Take a close look at friends, family, coworkers, and just ask, do they support me and my can-do attitude? And if not, then you need to remove them or at least minimize them, you know, in your net. Keep your net strong with positive people. I was just talking about this earlier today with a lady at the coffee shop and she said, you know, I just, you know, when it comes to that point, I just say, you know what, this isn't working anymore. I don't, I, I don't want to hang out with you. And I'm sorry it's turned out this way, but it's just better that we move on and each go our own ways. And she's just really clean about it. I was like, wow, that's impressive, mm. you know? <laughs> so... 
Sometimes you have to have those difficult conversations. Um, you can also, you know, just concentrate on the positive because recent research, research shows that 75 to 80% of daily communication is negative. And that includes negative self. I know that's huge, huge. Three quarters of our day is negative. With either negative self-talk, conversations with other people, or with the media, TV, radio, internet, whatever. So take back the control of your mind and be responsible for having your own can-do attitude. And, you know, so start by talking, concentrate on self-talk with positive solutions. So start your mornings with meditation. Concentrate on positive thoughts with positive results. Visualize with as many senses as possible to intensify that visualization and really make it real. Ask yourself, what does success feel, look, sound, and taste like? Be aware of negative self-talk and just flip it into positive. Control the communication with others. Reframe a negative conversation into a more positive one. So if people complain endlessly, just to say, stop. I, you know, I hear what you're saying, but what solutions do you see to this? And you know, if the media is negative, just tune it out, turn it off. You can always walk away. You have the right. Walk your talk. Be consistent in your behavior. Act in your can-do attitude. And as we said earlier, you can also try faking it until you make it you know act like you're already achieving and you'll rise to a higher level and others will see that so um you know there's there's a few ideas for you and you know as you move through this too it's it's really um having a proactive approach and i think it also relates to a lot of more feel-good feelings too and and when you start really thinking about what you're saying to yourself so you can make that choice as your life motto. I can do it. Think, act, and talk in this kind of language will actually start making yourself believe yourself. A great ge- way to generate a can-do is to ask, why not? I mean, that's kind of a, a profound question. <laughs> why can't I have a, a, a can-do attitude? What's stopping me? Mm-hmm. So, you know, as you develop your your questions for yourself, it will help your uh, development of your self-confidence and your self-worth and you know you can make a difference I mean that's that's really part of it I think is people don't feel like they have um, an ability to make a difference somehow because everybody else is that other negative level so if you're looking at ways to do this when you are defeated you can still say yes I can do it and everything will change you'll turn around Look at any of these as stepping stones to success. It's the opportunity to look at and, you know, investigate, observe, go get curious. And you might be out of, outside of your comfort zone, but um, essentially you'll be out looking for solutions and problems. And as you start asking questions, you'll probably have it roll off into um, others that, you know, are going to start looking at why is she asking that question? Or what is so important about that focus? I mean, I've had that happen. You start asking questions and people want to know, why are you so enthusiastic about whatever? (laughs) You know, we'll start making them turn themselves into some questioning curiosity seekers. We are here to make a suggestion as a mighty gem that you are. It is okay and it builds your strength and courage to say no to demands on your time that are not important to you. It's important to take care of yourself. Make time for mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical support. Get enough sleep to love and let go. Love and let go. Love and let go. It's the single most important thing we can do in this lifetime. Savor the moment. Stop and pay attention. As you cannot take time back, you know, it's, it's 
is really gone. Mighty Gems is about sparkling as gems and focusing on our personal values, even if they begin as just having a perceived value. As you go about the efforts of prospecting for Mighty Gems in yourself and others, it is really looking for special jewels that exist in each of us and inside ourselves and outside. As you ponder the importance of what we have just shared in, as the sparkling um, dynamic and, and experience, um, you know, experiencing the fire within and without, as we connect to ourselves, to nature, and to others with one insight, one choice, and one action, it is also very fascinating. We broaden our prospecting arena and can go up and above and beyond where we have ever believed we could go. Join us next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great weekend. Thank you for joining Dee Lee for Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels. Be sure to come back for another great show next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you here next week.